We've got JJ Jurgens, our game How to Date a Tom Girl, and our nightcap, It's a Tom Girl, tonight on It's Complicated. You're listening to It's Complicated with your hosts, Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli. Coming to you live from the AfterBuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. Oh, I just stuttered. It's, all it's right. complicated. It, it's hard it, to complicated say. Complicated is a complicated word to say. It's and right. guess what? The struggle is always real, especially when you're dating in the city. Uh-huh. I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. And our nightcap tonight is It's a Tom Girl! <laughs> That's right. We took our some beer, which is our guest's favorite drink, and we uh, mixed them together, which is um, – it's normally called a half and half, but we're calling it It's a Tom Girl because we picked like – you know, something else, like we picked a Stella to go with the Guinness. So basically you mix it together, and we think it's representative of our guest who mixes two amazing lifestyles together. She's like a girly girl and a tomboy at the same time. We're going to talk to her about those definitions and what those mean to her. But we decided to mix the two beers like her because we feel like, you know, why can't you just be half and half? Who says you can't be both? I don't know, and I feel like we just birthed this drink, so it's a tom girl. It's a tom girl. So I think... I need to pour the Guinness in first, and I know that there's like a special way to pour this Guinness in, and now being that I'm a vodka drinker, I'm going to have a really hard time with this. And then you're supposed to pour the light beer in, and it's supposed to be like half and half in the glass, but as you can see here, I failed miserably. This is the mixture, so let's see if we do it in, oh God, in this order. I'm clearly need to up my top, yeah, no, it's not fucking working. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. It's not. Is it supposed to be like oil and water, like one Kind rises? of, but well, maybe like I picked the wrong. I don't know. Make me one. Okay. Well, <laughs> whatever. It's going to be good, okay? And we know that the insides are made of two different things, so it is in fact half and half. Oh, my God. And I and will be having. Oh. Okay. Oh, your Jen's voice tends to be a little bit loud sometimes, yeah. so. so I had to adjust myself. But anyway, here we are. So here we are, half and half. Okay. Right. So thank you for my beverage. Wait, I'll pour this in oh. a second. But our guest, speaking of our guest, yes, is our favorite Tom girl. Oh, and yeah. yes, we are going to talk about what that means. But she is J.J. Jerkins, and she is an Emmy-nominated writer, producer, actor, and she is the host and creator of Tom Girl TV. It's a show that covers a, a podcast, which you can watch here, by the way, mm-hmm. um, and it, watch and listen. And um, it covers adventure, sports, entertainment, and fashion, and it's geared towards badass women, which is kind of like a perfect time right now. Oh, I yeah, because time's up, guys. Yeah. Um, J.J. also works as a voiceover actor, so if you were just listening to this and not watching it well first of all you should be watching because she's super cute a and b also she has an amazing voice so you might recognize her voice if you're just listening um because you can hear her um on like a z commercials like z living you can hear her on um bright house financial match.com which i picked her out on that commercial 
Oh, I have really? heard and know that knew that it was her. Google hmm. and more. So there's more to come, and maybe you'll recognize her voice when you hear her. You guys probably will. But, and, you know, she does all those things. But by day, guys, she works for CBS Television as the VP Creative Director, daytime on-air promo, producing promos for The Price is Right, Let's Make a Deal, The Young and the Restless, and The Bold and the Beautiful. She even earned a daytime Emmy nomination for her work for the young and the restless. NBD. No big deal. So we are going to welcome the guest of honor, our favorite Tom girl, JJ Jurgen. Oh, hi. 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 Thanks. Thank you for coming. Thank yeah. you for having me. Well, you had us on your show. We had to, you know, sort of seal the deal and have you on our show. Yes, and we have your drink here for you, which uh, maybe you can... Disrobe your mic it? and come grab it because we're all attached to things here. Is and this that, mine now? Oh, this is ready. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, she's a beer drinker, so um, we thought. And you've you. never had a half and half. I have not. Well, I know. This may or may not be a real half. If you go to a bar and order it the right way, it looks cute. It's like blonde on the bottom and then the Guinness on the top, and it's actually really good. I have had one before, and um, I feel like you would like it. Do you like Guinness? You know, I'm more of a. I'm not really a dark beer drinker. I usually go for like, I used to love Hefeweizens. Okay. You know, but uh, hey, you know what? It's a mixture. And we mixed it in honor of you. Did so. you put uh, the mixture in mine? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Put the Stella in. It's a delight. Oh, you don't like it? I don't mind Guinness, <laughs> no. actually. I yeah. got used to it. I don't mind it. I think it is an acquired taste, or you just get used to it. And I don't drink beer regularly. Yeah. So for me, the first like sip is a little like... Yeah, but I'm sure I'll love it in like four more sips. Um, but yeah, yeah after you know. a while. But wait, do you ever drink ciders? Yes, which is not yes. beer, and beer drinkers get mad. But those are yeah, good, very tasty. Yes. Oh yeah, it's like juice goes it's, down easy. It is. I agree. Um, so something that doesn't go down easy is when somebody says to you. We, we need, need to, to talk. talk. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just not relaxing when no. someone looks at you and says that. <laughs> and, and our listeners confront us weekly with the questions that most people avoid, like watching your ex's Instagram story, unless yeah. you watch it when you shouldn't. But um, sometimes they just come through your feed and it's like you can't help it. Maybe you should unfollow it. But we'll get there True. later, guys, Good on point. some advice. Um, so we're going to have you help us help Chris in Florida. Chris wants to know, how do you know if you are just dating or wait, if you're if you are dating or if you're just seeing each other yeah so those are two different things according to chris and we're going to talk about if we think those are two different things or if we what it means to us and we want your tom girl spin okay okay yeah. so now what do you think the answer to this question yeah, how is? do you tell like, if i think dating or just seeing each other like how do you tell the difference when you're in that point of the relationship are we just seeing each other or are we dating how do i know i would say I would probably say the frequency of how much you talk, how much you text, if you're getting calls, if you're talking before you go to bed, if you're talking first thing in the morning, I would say frequency yeah. is a good indicator. That was totally my instinct too. I was like, frequency of that, and I'm going to piggyback on that, also seeing each other, physically seeing each other. Because, you know, you can talk to somebody easily these days. There's so many different ways to communicate. I think it also, when you start seeing uh, a a fr- higher frequency and actually spending physical time together, then that to me is an indication that it's more than just somebody that you've seen a couple of times. The terms is where it gets a little gray because they sort of mean the same thing. Yeah. Like if, yeah. like also in the old timey times of dating, like the fifties or something, maybe um, they would say, you know, like, are you seeing so and so? And it's like. 
with my eyes, sure, but I don't think like they're not seeing other people. You yeah. know, like I yeah, I see them from time to time now. Like we're literally just seeing each other, and there is little commitment there. Versus when you, some people even use the word dating, dating like that as too. that too. Yeah. Like I'm dating a bunch of people, or well, we're going on dates. Mm-hmm. Versus when like I might think, well, if we're dating, that means that we are. More somewhat committed. Yes. We are maybe not seeing other people. Maybe, you know, like I think there's got to be like some hierarchy of what these things mean. And it has to mean the same thing to everybody for it to be used properly. Because yeah. otherwise it's, it's a poor communication system, really. There's total discrepancy between the very specific definitions of what those terms mean. But for all intents and purposes of Chris's question, if we're talking, if you feel like you're more casual in between that and now when you start to feel like you're more serious, almost on the exclusive track or right there, then I think whatever you call those two different things, it's how frequently you talk and see each other. Right. And also, I think if you're saying you are dating and we're going to use that as the barometer for something that's more serious versus, you know, on the other side of the spectrum, just seeing each other, you should probably have a conversation. I mean, you can probably assume if you are seeing them every night or like most nights of the week and it is getting to the point where like you are always together and that is your significant other, then you're you're dating. Yeah. But you should have the conversation if you are unclear about it. Don't do it prematurely because that's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you want to like, you know, we're going to also talk to JJ a little bit more later in the show about like how to put her Tom Girl spin on these kinds of things, these like, kind of milestones we? and questions and things that are cliched moments or something a girl or a girly girl, quoting, air quoting, might say. So we'll get to that too. But that's what we think. Time. It's time. Time. Time, Chris. Time tells all, guys. Yes. And spend your time writing to us on the internet at Complicated Show and let us know what your questions are because we'll then take the time and talk to you about it on air. Yes. And we are really dying to talk about something that is very topical happening right now. And it really ties in with JJ's message and, um, you know, everything that you've been talking about and everything that you stand for for a really long time. Um, and that is at the 75th Annual uh, Golden Globes, there was a Time's Up campaign, movement, pins, people wearing black. Um, and I, 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 to my knowledge, this is the first time this has surfaced, correct? Time's Up has been around since this all came up. Like, it was first Me Too, and then it yeah. sort of, they, a bunch of, like, female celebrities in Hollywood um, took that and their status and really put it to good use and created this whole Time's Up campaign. There's a lot of other people involved, activists and everything, but um, they started this whole, like, protest, basically, and they're all wearing black. They, they decided they would all wear black for um, this particular award show. Now, my question is... Are they going to now do this for every award show? Like, where does this begin and end? Was it a one-time thing? Do we forget about it tomorrow? Because I think it's really fantastic. Yeah. And it's sort of, it's like, okay, we talked about the league. The league, the app, um, created a system where the first picture of everyone's profile is uh, monochrome. Yeah. It's black and white. So that no one stands out more than somebody else because of their red lipstick or their crazy hair or whatever it is. It's like all in an even even playing field. So I think it's kind of cool that like everyone wore black. Yeah. Like men, women. Right. Men and women because I think that's what was there. There might have. Well, there's some derivative of that. Um, But everybody wore black and I felt like they were all like one and it was I thought it was super moving did you watch the show I only watched a little bit of it because I was here at After Buzz last night but I have it on my DVR so I'm going to catch up after when I'm done working but I did see Oprah's speech but yeah and by the way Oprah for president yeah Yeah. do we 
Do we support the whole Oprah running for president? What do you feel about it? Yes. I do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hands down, duh. I mean, finally, honestly, after Donald Trump, I kind of feel like anybody could do it. But I feel and I can't stand for like a whole bunch of political um, stance because I don't personally know what they would be. But experience wise of like different worldly travels and people that she's interviewed and like intelligence level, I feel like she's totally qualified. So she's also poised, articulate, elegant, um, cool. Um, she's been around, like she's experienced some shit. She is relatable, but she's also like not crazy. No, I mean, listen, and if she is, that would be a real big shock. If anything ever came out that was bad about Oprah or like Tom Hanks, for instance, I would have a, uh, (laughs) I would just be like, well, I don't know anymore. I just don't know. I give up. My favorite choice prior to that was actually was for The Rock because there were there floating rumors around whether he was going to do it, and I'm a total fan of that because he again rose from seven having seven dollars to his name, and now has created this whole empire. But then after her speech, either one of those two, I'm good with. But yeah, Yeah. I thought she rocked it. I really, you know, it's interesting. She would be the perfect first president, uh, female president, for so many reasons. One, because she's black, but also because she's Oprah, and also because she, like, has, like, Deepak Chopra meditation, and she's got, like, a network that she, like, she is a badass. She's very well-balanced, but why do you say because she's black? Um, Because I think it's... what you mean by that. Because it's covering, like, two things, uh, female and black, that, like, right now, Trump is the complete opposite. He's, like, an orange man with money, (laughs) versus, like, a self-made black woman. He's tans himself. He's an that's taller than he should be but so i think that she would just defy all odds but it would come at the right time like hillary sadly was like tainted by so many things being bill clinton's wife by you know benghazi by the emails by all these things and had she run after trump i think it would have been a different story well a lot of people Again, it's, you know, just theories are saying that he specifically chose to ran when, run when he knew she was running because there was just no way. There was so much shit on her. that There was just no way that right. she could ever get past that, um, that it was, you know, a, a, a way for him to know he was a for sure shoe in. Um, but, I mean, who knows? I think Oprah, honestly, I think for all those reasons she would be awesome. But I would love to get to a day where it's just like she's awesome because she's awesome. 100%. And that's what she said that's in her speech. She says. That we need to get to a point where me too isn't even a thing. Right. And, right? and I just, you know, I just think that like right now is the time. So like it makes sense for her to run for the sake to show that. There really is a change coming. Yeah. And it's going to happen first with a female president and trickle down because there's like a no nonsense policy that's like coming out right now. What do you think of this whole Time's Up movement? I love it. I love that it's all coming out. I love that the people have been brave enough to to put this all out there and make this. I was in an acting class years ago. I mean, probably 10 years ago at this time. And we went on a retreat to Orcas Island. Every single girl in that class had some sort of story of mm. being harassed in an audition. And it was funny because when it started coming out, the first person was scared to like say it because it was just a group of us girls. But then once she let it out, every single person on that retreat Felt had a story. Yeah. So then that was so many years ago. And that's only at our small little level of little no-name actors, you know? Right. So it's yeah. like, I just, I, I just think it's so brave and I'm so glad that this is happening. And I think last night was wonderful. I think that's what I like about it I like knowing that I the whole there are some stories that have come out that to me are like are really like also I am a I am a huge advocate of like protect yourself too like don't go to a hotel room of a strange man I don't care if he's Brad fucking Pitt or whoever like don't do that it's not safe be smart 
okay? And, like, nobody deserves to be treated badly, but, like, also be smart. Don't do dangerous shit. Don't walk down the street with a wad of money hanging out of your pocket at 3 in the morning. Like, I don't think you should get mugged, but if you did, like, well... Maybe don't do that next time. Like, yeah. protect yourself, right? Be aware. But what I like about this movement is that th- it is making um, it is making people not feel scared to talk. And that's what I never think is okay. And I can understand why it would be that way. Um, you don't want to lose your job or whatever, but or, yeah, or more I mean, than that. But Well, and then that's the other thing, too, like the equality just in general, like as far as like the corporate sphere, like mm-hmm. women and men should be paid the same. Yes. Men should not feel that they have a right because they are the better sex, the smarter sex, the more like. They're highly... definitely not the smarter sex. No. And I'm <laughs> well, we know that. I just... it's, it's a known fact, guys. You know, you all say, I'm just simple. I'm just dumb. Just tell me what you want. Whatever I called my boyfriend a very derogatory name tonight that I'm not going to repeat, but it basically means like someone whose brain is not functioning correctly because we were talking about a picking an anniversary because we don't have like one specific date so he's like well how about this day and I'm like okay that's fine he's like I mean I would like it to be sooner but because I went on a date with somebody else he didn't like that so he was like but it can't be I'm like I knew way before you did it's not my fault you're stupidish. and he just looked at me and was like yeah I mean he they are they're like slow adults it's all right. They maybe catch up. I don't really know. They're good for something. But so <laughs> they're not better than us, which is the point. So maybe they're equal or some of them are at least. But So they're not better. And so I think maybe equal uh, leveling the playing field will yeah. take away this bravado that has been happening. Totally. And also make women now feel more empowered in the workplace. If someone, you know, does something inappropriate, they can say, no, no. Because I'm not going to get fired because you're not my boss because you're not better than me because all the things that cause people like, yeah, sure, going to a hotel room, that's just a dumb move. But going to a hotel room by your bo- because it's your boss who asked you to come because you think you have to do it in order to keep your job. Yes, that's different. Yes, that's that, different. Then yeah. that's where the manipulation comes in and that is the problem. So yeah. you can't just take advantage of what you think is like a frail sex that will do what you want because you fucking asked mm-hmm. and because you're a guy that might have some power over this person. Well, what if I have power? What if Oprah is fucking president, my friends? Then she has power. And I'm really excited just by, too, how it's rallied all the females together. And they're now having so many different production groups and partners that are also supporting other up-and-coming women with their projects and wanting to tell women's stories and have more mm-hmm. roles for women. So I just think it's – and since we're kicking ass in the box office this year as well, it's just, just a fun time to see mm-hmm. see that turning. 100%. Yeah. And, I mean, the messaging that was, like, relayed over and over and over again was to continue telling female stories. Um, like yes. I, Tanya, like all, yes. all the, you know, Lady Bird, whatever it was. Uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Mizell, which if you have not seen it on Amazon, it is the most phenomenal thing that has happened to my eyes. But watch it immediately. So one, two Golden Globes. But again, a female-driven story. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people took the time to really highlight the fact that now is the time to talk about females and their stories. And even men who won awards were like thanking their female counterparts in the film, mm-hmm. like Sam Rockwell, he thanked uh, Frances McDormand for the lesson in acting. Like right. she is a freaking rock star. Right. And yeah, I mean, I just think it was so powerful and moving. I mean, there were like a few moments where it was like, ah, so uncomfortable now. Yeah. And it's a lot too. I mean, obviously it was a time for this to all come out and be talked about, but it was like excessive at points. It was like, 
okay, we're all, I get it. I get a little bit weird with stuff like that. Though when I start to feel like stuff is shoved down my throat, I'm like, I understand what you're saying. I see your pin and your black dress. Like, I'm totally supportive of it, but I'm like, okay. I get like, too too much is too much for me sometimes. Well, Natalie But I Portman, get why it happened. Yeah, though. so Natalie Portman took an opportunity to make a very serious jab at the Hollywood Foreign Press, where she was introducing the male directors. I mean, not the male directors, the best directors, and it happened to be a category of only men. So she said um, some quip about the fact that it was uh, here are the only men or all male director category and like you know, it's true. They were all males. Yeah. They did not nominate Greta Gerwig, who directed Lady Bird, but they did nominate everybody else. And, and I mean, listen, Guillermo del Toro is an amazing director, and he should have won potentially. But it was there was no female in that category. Well, see, this is what I I don't know if you agree to this or not. Is it because they're doing it on purpose? Is it like that year at the Oscars where there wasn't any bla- any black nominations? Or did it just so happen that the subjectivity of the art that year happened to be men? Well, and also, what is the ratio of male directors to female? Like the best picture was Lady Bird. So how did she win Best Picture? It happens, though. But she wasn't even nominated for Best Director. Yeah, I mean, there's How always, on earth yeah. could that movie have been so good if not for its director? Well, we all know that the movie-making process is a very collaborative effort. And, in fact, I think editors get the shit, like, ignored out of them because I think they're the, the storytellers. My opinion. But it's a subjective art. I think that people overlook the editors all the time. Without them, there would be no fucking story. It would, or you could completely change it. So, I mean, it's... I don't disagree with what you're saying. I'm just saying there's also an argument on the other side of, like, is it coincidental or is it on purpose? Could be on purpose. I just think it was interesting she called them out. I mean, yeah. like, people had a lot of balls. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Because it's like what we're saying now, people finally feel empowered to talk. Everybody yeah. felt very empowered to talk. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. They also get booze there, which is wonderful, right? Yeah. <laughs> and there's oh, my alcohol, God. too. There's, there's alcohol. Moe, rosé, moe all over those tables. I think an important thing to think about, too, um, before we move on, is that you don't – within something like this, and it's hard not to, but I would love to not – I would love to get to a point where we can all, like, not go backwards and bash – whoever else maybe had taken us down or gotten the way in the past. Like, it's hard not to point it out, but, like, get to a point where we can be empowered women without being like, oh, it's all male directors. Like, just let it be. Like, it is what it is. Like, we're who we are. We're women. And it doesn't mean that we're only badasses because men, like, we just joked about it, are stupid or they're less than. Because then it's just we're doing what they did. So, yeah, her move was a little Kanye. About but, Taylor Swift. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, Beyonce yeah. should have won, or maybe a female. Oh, my God. Like, like, it was a little like, oh, okay. But so I now mean, we're going to yeah. watch this category, and we're now a little bit less excited about who's <laughs> going to win, because we are once again reminded there's not a female in that category, yeah. yet very talented men in that category yeah. who were like, uh, <laughs> can we celebrate this moment? JJ, it's hard now. What do you think about how, because I think MTV was the first one to do this, and it hasn't really, like, spread, but the 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 categories of nominations are not divided by sex. What do you think about that? That's a very good question. Because I, I was torn. I mean, part of me loves it. Part of me is torn by it, too. Just because it's just... 
not that ones, but I don't know. It's just sometimes the roles are so different. Yes. So it's hard for me to, that's like comparing apples a, and oranges. Yeah. Like a female basketball player with a male basketball player. You know, the, it's not because like the guys can, but, but anyway, you know what I'm saying? They're that's just like, they're just point. like different. So I don't know that everything has to be all like, you know, mesh together. Ju- yeah. But what like, if instead of doing female versus male categories, they actually created more categories? Like remember when La La Land was considered a comedy because they didn't know where to put it? There's no, like, musical movie comedy because, like, there's usually, like, one a year. But, like, why not just create more categories and have men and women in it? Because then it would divide up what the kinds of roles are in a more even playing field. What would that even be, I don't know. That's left to these people to figure out. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. All we have to do is talk about it. I don't have to come up with that stuff. True. It's hard enough to make a drink these days. I know. I can't even (laughs) mix my half and half. It just looks like a whole. It's well, you know, that's important too, being whole guys. But anyway, yes. so we need to dive in to Tom Girl TV. Yes. How right. did this come about? This is a passion project for me and just something I've always wanted to do. And I think because we were all in hosting class together a long time ago, we're trying to come up with, you know, what what is our story? What's our brand? What kind of things do we, we like? And this has just been always been my life. Like I was always a tomboy growing up, but I always played sports, always wanted to compete with my brother. and but um, But I didn't. I mean, as a little kid, I dressed as a tomboy because I got a lot of his hand-me-downs. But, like, growing up, I also loved, like, fashion and entertainment and all these other aspects. So, and then I started to notice a lot of other um, girls out there like that who they loved, you know, getting dirty or going and riding ATVs. But then they also liked putting on a great dress and killer heels and getting all dolled up. So it was a balance. So I wanted to create something that's kind of almost like the GQ for, you know, for women adventure people. That we could talk fashion and sports and adventure and just kind kind of build, start to build a community of people who could, you know, interact with each other and share, you know, their stories. So then, so what does, okay, so in your mind, what is the definition of a tomboy? A tomboy? Yes, a tomboy. I feel like tomboys are more like um, they dress with stereotypes thought to be of like a boy like 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 when I was a kid like hand-me-downs from my brother and maybe more masculine um, more masculine yeah okay and so and a tom a, girl so a tom girl for me she dresses she, like feminine I mean she, she can still rock you know sporty stuff but I think she likes to get she'll like to get fancy like to get her nails done like to get her hair done she likes following fashion entertainment um yeah I, I feel like she likes to in my mind, Tom girls like to get like dolled up and follow the trends and be like fashionistas. But as well. they seem to be a little bit more well rounded in terms of like the sexes, like maybe a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yes, versus yeah. just a girly girl or like a super jockey guy. A half and half. Yeah, and exactly. A half and like half. I guess like I think of Tom boys like being more. On one Not end of the spectrum. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Tom Girl's kind of, exactly. Like, really, like you drink now. They're all I blended. Know. I didn't yeah. think about this until recently, until you just said that, but I kind of feel like I wouldn't be that far off of a Tom Girl. No, I feel like no. I would be a Tom Girl, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, I like, like you guys are, too. Yeah, like I like to get, I love like fashion and jewelry and like makeup and doing my hair and stuff, but like, I just asked my boyfriend, like, when are, when's, when's the football game on this? Okay. Like, I want to, like, do – I want to, like, when can we, like, go run up Runyon Canyon and, like, play in a sporting event together and swim? And, like, at the beach, I spent New Year's Eve in Cabo. And there was – a we went to a beach where there was all these, like, water sporting events. And I was, like, the only one out there on the – I want to do this one. I was, like, doing yeah. the pedaling. And then I was in the kayak. And then I was on the stand-up thing. I, like, wanted to do all of them because I'm, like, it was, like, a buffet. I wanted to try them all. 
But then, of course, I wanted to, like, be cute in my bathing suit. I had on after and was, like, drinking my drink. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> that's exactly. That's what it is right there. So fun. It is so fun. And it just really, it's, like, this sort of the same thing with the Me Too thing. It's, like, well, why do we have to have a label? But we have to sort of have a label to describe something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, then True. you're sort of just using words and it's, like, what? But um, how do you think now, like, a Tom girl would fit in with this whole, like, Time's Up thing? Like, are we trying to be Tom girls because we're trying to fit into a man's world and a woman's world? Or are we just someone that's... Uh, I think think she totally fits because I think, to me, Tom girl has always been, like... I've worked primarily in uh, jobs dominated by men. Like, I worked for the Dodgers for eight years, and I worked for the University of Nebraska's athletic department, uh, their Husker vision. Um, so there was only, like, two of us girls in my first job with a you know, room full of men. So I think it's also, for me, Tom girls, it, we were those girls, like, trying to, like, show that, no, we can pull the cable on the football field just like the guys. No, we want to run the camera. We want to be the fan cam holding the, you know, because it'd be like, oh, you can't do camera. It's, like, 50 pounds, you know. It's uh, like, no, give me the camera. I want to do the yeah. fan, you know. Yeah. So I, I think um, no, I think Tom girls totally fit into this move, into this movement because it, it has always been, um, I've always been a believer in equal pay and fighting for that and for girls, like, being, like, being the top of top of their game in whatever kind of field it is, whatever profession you like. So I think, yeah. I, I love kind that. of rambled a little bit. No, no, no. no that <laughs> makes perfect sense. I was just in your story, like, in it to win it. Um, totally. So who is your favorite guest you've ever had on your show? Oh, that's so hard. Us. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys. They're all, what I've loved is they've been all so different. I like the fact that since we chose for the show to cover different areas, there's been, like... I love hearing everybody's story because they're all so different. It's not just just athletes coming in. One person that was um, really fun was Caitlin Deschel, who was Wonder Woman stunt woman. So that oh was pretty cool. Oh my to, god! And that was right before the movie came out, so it was fun to like hear her stories of that. That's just, awesome. And watch her like, you know, kind of career skyrocket as as well. Speaking of Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. I watched that movie and cried because I was like, what a beautiful badass. Like, I mean, yeah. Gal Gadot happens to be super gorgeous oh, in, like, yeah. the most insane way. Yeah, she but is. she's also, like, she seems really down to earth, really, like, she, like she can just solve any problem and kind of, like, resourceful. And I find that to be, like, super attractive in a person that's just like, no, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, I got that. Like, oh, not like I'm a damsel in distress. So, like, I need people. I'm helpless. See, yeah. and she's, like, the perfect example yeah. of a Tom girl because she, like, kills it on the red carpet she's gorgeous oh, amazing yeah. you know the way she dresses but then she was also a actual soldier and in, mm-hmm. in real life before playing you know wonder woman and, right because she's yeah, israeli she's, guys yeah yeah so she yeah she is gorgeous i really want to see that movie too but she is she seems like to me and being that character seems to fit uh art imitating life too like mm-hmm. she really is that like a real life version of that yeah yeah because she has woman. that yeah. caring side as well too i feel like everybody yeah. everybody just says nice things, wonderful things about her and oh, yeah. family. I mean, she seems like a great role model. And I think, you know, Wonder Woman can be a million different things to somebody. Like, it could be like that super voluptuous, like, super hot superhero. Or it's a badass chick that happens to be really pretty, but, like, she's almost And prettier. whatever badass means to you. Like, it doesn't I, – I personally don't think that it needs to be like, well, I'm a badass chick because I do man stuff, but I'm a woman. Like – Whatever it is that you do and whatever it is that you categorize as like a man and a woman, like what if you are like, I'm fucking badass chick because I take care of those kids all day long and cook a mean ass meal for my husband when he comes home. Like I'm fucking running. The ship is tight. (laughs) 
in this mofo. Like, that's what I would be like, yeah, I'm fucking badass. I'm running the show. Like, you mm-hmm. can go off to work and do your thing. But, like, I'm making this happen. Like, that could be a Wonder Woman yeah. badass chick, too. And it isn't as to say that that's not just as hard as, you know, going to the office or fucking throwing a football. Right? Exactly. I, I think, think it's, it's just owning what you're doing yeah. and not being helpless. Like, totally. Like, you are self-sufficient in some regard, and you, like, you're, I don't know, I just feel like you have strength. And whatever that is, it comes out in whatever you do. Whatever that means to you, exactly. So, um, also, that's, that's that. Speaking of things that you personally do and strength, you have a very strong, specific voice, and you do voiceover work. Um, is that something that you, how did that come about? Like, did you, did someone keep telling you like you have a great voice or what <laughs> no, happened? No, um, you know, I just, well, I, I moved out here originally for acting and then I started working for CBS as my first job. And then as I moved up, one of the jobs I had there was directing the voiceover sessions. So I was getting to work with some of the guys oh. that do all the big trailers and all like some really you good guys. You mean like the movie, like in a world. Right. Like some of those guys are in that movie, you know? Yeah. So these were guys. So then, then I kind of just took that as like my class. I would just sit there and listen to them and watch them and just was amazed because I'd watch them come in and they'd knock that stuff out, you know, so quickly and leave. And I was just like, and I never even thought of, I didn't even know about voiceover until that, which is crazy because I was an advertising major. So you would think mm-hmm. at some point they would talk to us as students <laughs> about who we hire. For to commercials. Like, right. Like to read the commercials. But, but for some reason that was in Nebraska, you know, I just never like thought I don't know. Did my well, head maybe one day you can teach there. that course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you do. Sort yeah, of. I do teach. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so then I just asked. I had known some of the agents through hiring their people, and I was just like, how do I go about? Like, I really love this. Like, I want to see how I can do it. And then they helped me. I had a good friend help put my uh, demo together. Thank you, Rick Robles. Um, and then just started going from there, and just now it's But like, I your voice is so. It. Perfect for it. See, and I can't, I, you know, you don't, I don't like to hear my own. Oh, yeah, no, voice, I hate the sound you know? of my own. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's challenging sometimes to hear yourself talk. And after the yeah. fact, like, right now, I'm like, oh, my voice sounds like my voice. But when I listen to me after the fact, I'm like, ugh. You're yeah. like, that is not what I sound Why? like. And if it is, I am yeah. so sorry to everyone yeah. with functioning ears. I do feel a little apologetic when I'm like, and you choose to listen to this. Okay. It's so funny though, because I feel, and I feel, I totally can pick your voice out. One, I think it was the, like I was saying, the Match.com commercial. I think it, at least that's what I'm remembering. Whatever it is, I'm positive that there was a commercial that I heard, and then I think I asked you too. Yeah, I was like, yeah, "Are you, you the fuck?" Because I was like, oh, "That is so fucking JJ." <laughs> now like, I want to hear it. I don't remember. I think it was probably that one. I that one aired on match. TV. Yeah, yeah, I was like, just yeah. like, "Oh my god!" There is no way that's. I think I texted you or yeah. something. I was like, well, I remember in my old apartment, sitting on like my brown leather chair, going, "This is JJ," and it was one of those days where commercials will repeat throughout like whatever the movie was on or something. So I had heard it. <laughs> more than once and I was like oh my god it sounds like such a fun job I would love to do that it's it really is I try to help people like get into it and I I want to thank Bright House Financial actually because that one was on during the World Series (gasps) and for me being the Dodgers you know, co I mean worker and like fan that I am. Oh my god. It was, it was like a Super Bowl commercial for me as far as on camera That's acting. Pretty amazing. And also <laughs> no, it kinda came excited. full circle because you did work there and now yeah. you're part of it in your own yeah, way. Yeah, it was it was fun. Oh my God. That's so awesome. But yeah, back to I do teach classes and can help people, anybody out there listening that's into get wants to get into voiceover. There's how do, really great people. How do Lauren and I sign up? Just, you can email me at jj at jjvo.com, and I can email you. There's some Mary Lynn Wisner teaches some amazing classes out here. Kalmanson has some great classes. There's 
wonderful teachers out here. I mean, in yeah. LA, there's tons of people, tons of great private coaches that okay. are wonderful as well. Yeah, and help also, you guys, we're, we're in a digital age, so you can send your shit and do it that's, that way too, probably. Yeah. I mean, oh, anybody can record anything. The world at this point. is sure. your oyster. That, sure that's is. one thing that's so wonderful about the job, and one thing that you can be anywhere in the country now. I mean, most people, even at CBS, as far as the talent we still bring in, um, rarely do they come in. Everything is done just from their home studio, so you can be in Cabo, wherever yeah. you'd like, huh. phoning us in, listen, doing your job from there. Chris, in the and, Chris in Florida. And we answered your question, and now you can also send your voice over to us, and maybe you can ask us a vocal question. We can air it. Oh, we should start doing that. Oh, yeah. So you guys, send us, record your voice, and send your voice asking a question, whatever your question is, and then we'll, like, play it on air. Amazing. And that's then what we're doing now. That's what we're going to do. So do that. At Complicated Show, everyone. Everyone. Um, so now, JJ. <laughs> yes. You know, this is a relationship show. <laughs> so and here we go. Here we go. So are you in a relationship, single? What are you doing? I am single. And ready to mingle or ready not ready to, to mingle? Okay, so you're in it to win it. Are you on <laughs> dating apps? Oh, I'm so bad with those. Like but I was, have you I been? Was, okay, so I was on Bumble before, got well very long time ago I was on Tinder. Did meet somebody that my first Tinder date I did meet meet we dated for four months. So Whoa, was, that's all right. That's basically all right. a Tinder success. That was I yeah, so I didn't have any scary Tinder stories. Right good. out the gate. Right out the gate, yeah. Well, I think it's because there were better people on at the time. <laughs> like, it was people that actually was wanted to ago, be yeah. in a relationship, maybe. And yeah. then now it's just the muck. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, okay, so then what happened? So then got after that when we started dating. Uh, I mean, yeah, started dating. And then a um, while ago, got got on Bumble, but then I would kind of get on and get off. <laughs> what would, like, your so opening line be? That's what I'm so bad. Because I'm the worst dater. <laughs> I don't think that that me. I think honestly, it's like consistency. So you're getting I, on and off. I think is what the problem pro, is with yeah, dating apps. Yeah. With everybody, it's hard to just stay focused because or, there's so much. In maybe, the new year, I did go back on just to like lovely. try to get focused. But now. maybe okay. that's not your app. Maybe there's a different app out there. True. For you. True. I really like Hinge. Personally, okay. I like the league because it's people with jobs. What, what's Hinge and why do you like that one? Okay, so it's more of like um, a social media profile where like it's photo a little like quip like about like i don't know their favorite cuisine or where they want to travel or like they hinge sends you prompts so you have to answer it so it's basically the way they structure the profile instead of like four photos in a little bio you write yourself so cleverly they actually prompt you to write things that are meaningful so they'll say like do photo then answer prompt then do photo then answer prompt so also tells you people's height and if they want to have kids <laughs> oh my god and like if they smoke and do drugs and things <laughs> so i think it's kind of great because you what you do instead of swiping right and left you like certain elements of somebody's profile or you hit x hmm. so you can also give something to somebody like okay if i like somebody's uh picture of them doing a marathon then they might write me back and be like oh hey like do you ever do marathons like you, you want to do know one with me? what they're what you're talking about it's gotcha. not just a, a random swipe right it's like right. specifically yeah, so I think it, like, kind of also helps you with the conversation. Um, yeah, that's true. Bumble, for me, is my least favorite because I'm, like you, I don't want to, like, come up with something witty. Mm -hmm. I'm just not that girl. Like, that takes uh, way too much effort. I'm like, that's like sending a work email. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, unsend, you know? Like, <laughs> no. So I'd rather be on, like, The League or Hinge. Um, that's really my gem. So you might want to okay. try this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, okay, now I have a question for you since we're talking about, like, tomboy and dating and stuff. So when you were younger... 
did you feel like you, and maybe not too young, but maybe at the age where you were like, I'm still kind of like a, a tomboy, but I'm like starting to get to the age where I'm liking boys and they're liking me or whatever. Like, did you ever feel, feel like it worked for your favor or did you get treated like one of the boys? And now, second part to the question, how does it affect you now in the dating world? Oh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I think in, I don't think it, it mattered as much early on. No, I, I think like, well, early on I was so like in my sports that I kind of didn't care. And yes. maybe that's why it worked too because I kind of didn't give a shit. So then maybe people were more, you know how when yeah, you don't care, yeah, they're yeah. more attracted. Totally. I guess. So maybe I had that. Um, but uh, yeah, it just seemed, um, I don't, but now, um, like, yeah, I feel like I know. you have so many things to talk about because, like, you're very well-rounded and they're not like, oh, today I went shopping with my friends. And that's a terrible stereotype, but some people are like that. But, like, yeah. you can hey, talk listen, about... it's fun. I, talk, I want you to be on me. You, talk, you can probably talk to a guy about something they actually want to talk to you about. And, like, it, that's sometimes hard on dates because yeah. it's, it's like, where do you... First of all, you're strangers. And what do you have in common? Sometimes nothing. Or you like the same sports. Or you might not like the same sports. One might like football and you might yeah. like the Dodgers. But, like, the fact that you can talk about sports in general or something you're passionate about might be like not every guy likes sports either but right. do you ever run into that problem where you're like yes like i yes i did <laughs> yeah i do i do i have run into the problem where if like i'm dating somebody maybe i maybe like sports too more than them and yeah. then they i think maybe then don't want a girl like that like they want more of the cute a relatable like, yeah yeah more the cheerleader type versus the one that's you know m- might yeah, so into sports. Um, yeah, I think out out here, I, I don't know if it's the it's the location or what. I do find it really hard to date out here. Why yeah. is that? Like, I, that's why I said I don't know if it's location. I find like I just it's really hard for me to find. Um, I don't know somebody that I click with on all like different levels. And you and would I think, think you would think to interject for a second that the stereotype of this girl relates to a guy on a level that maybe some other average woman doesn't. Like there's a little bit, like you said, more for you to talk about or just a relatability there because you might be in the realm of liking things that they happen to generally like. But it do- you don't think it matters. Like it, it was good for you when you were younger and you didn't give a fuck and it was like an attractive thing. Now it's like not, right? Yeah, yeah I don't know. And, and I can't, it's hard to because I really, I'm, I don't date a lot, you know, like I'm real, I am really picky too. And, and a you're lot of busy. it too, I was going to say, I think a lot of it too is, is I work a lot and I think a lot of guys maybe don't like that <laughs> or like that I yeah. work too much or, right. you know, I think it's, I'm really looking for that person that is, they have a lot of things going on as well as too. I, like, I like those couples that really support each other and, you know, like your Nicole Kidman and those types of people that like, they have two people that both are really into their own things and they, they help build each other up and support each one of those things and then they like grow together and I think it's hard to find people like that out here or has been for me. Yeah. I Maybe. Mean, yeah. Have you ever dated one of your guests? One of my guests? On the show? Yeah. Yeah. Or like someone no. you even met maybe like in a casting or in something. In a casting at work or on a red carpet or something connected to your line of work. I've dated a coworker before. And like, how was that? We always ask about that. Did you feel like you were doing something bad? Um I mean, people knew about it at work, but yeah. it's, it is that hard. You have to make a choice. It's been great for us because we've been broken up for years now. We still work together and everything's fine. How it's long did you date? Probably dated... A year? Oh my god! That's a while. A year? Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah. And how was that was, going back to work after that? <laughs> it was it was a little weird at first, you know. Yeah. But I mean, he was a great guy. I have nothing, you know, bad yeah. to say about him. So it was like yeah. we were both professional and could You're could both do adults. It, but that's great yeah. that you did but that it, and it could handle it well. But that's why I mean it's hard when people ask the question like would you, should you date people at work or not or you know, uh. it's, it's it's definitely it's it's yeah, it's a big decision, but yeah. It's a risk if you think – I think we always say this too. Like if you know you're the type of person who – you never really know how you're going to feel. But if you think like generally speaking, like I'm not the type of person who is normally like dramatic about these situations yeah. and I'll yeah. be able – like you always say that, Jen. You're like, no, I could handle it. Like maybe there might be times where it would be hard, but you probably could. Like it would be shocking if you date if you went and dated someone you worked with or had to see over and over again and you like lost your shit and couldn't handle it ever and see them ever. You would she just wouldn't work is way too important and also I'm an adult and I would be ashamed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like never say never. There might be moments or whatever, <gasps> but for the most part, you're confident to say like that probably wouldn't be an issue for yeah. me. So go, I think dating someone at work would probably be an okay risk to take if you know that about yourself. Right. Like I'm if not you probably going to act yeah. that way. And you, you've known them well enough, hopefully after being around them at work, that you kind of know what kind of situation you're getting into too. So you're not going to have like some real crazy, you know, coming yeah, at you or something like You really like just that don't want to screw with. that all up. <laughs> yeah, but um, so now being a Tom girl, do you have a specific type? Like you obviously said you want a partner, like that supports you and, yeah. and yeah. someone that doesn't think you're too sporty, but like do you have a specific yeah. type? I have dated all across the board. Like even physically, really, the way they physically look too? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I've yeah. Da- yeah. I've dated different races, different heights, different yeah. religions, different. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know if I really have a set type. Um, but no, I really, really now I, I do want some somebody that's adventurous and active, and I, I like to be outdoors. So I want somebody, and I really like to travel and do fun things while I'm traveling as well too. So I want somebody that's on board for all that kind of stuff too, and who like will want to go camping or get dirty or is, you know like wants to have a lot of fun and like enjoy life. That's important for us. I mean, we we cannot drink, date someone that doesn't drink. Yeah. Oh God, I don't know what that's like. Like what? Ugh. I can't. Did I just, you, it's like, ah, no. what would you even do? I don't know. I, I don't know. Literally at a loss for words. There were like, like 90% of our time would go just then what? I don't know. But so JJ, uh-huh. before we get into our game, if you have one piece of a relationship advice to give to our audience, what would that be? With your Tom girl spin. Yeah. With Tom girl spin. Well, that's just you being right. you, actually. So yeah. Yeah. Just you. So JJ advice. I... I would just, I mean, I would say for sure, don't settle and know, know what you want. Know, I mean, I guess I think it's taken me a while to know exactly what I'm looking for. Like but, you just but, said right but, now, I for sure know I want someone who's adventurous. Yeah. Like yeah. That's, so that would be a deal yeah. breaker, a deal breaker. If they were not Yeah, that. like I for sure want adventurous, kind, funny, easygoing. I can't deal with drama. Yeah. <laughs> like guys, like a lot of drama, stuff like that. So yeah, so I think it sounds cheesy, but my advice too is to really like know yourself, know what you, what you love and what, you know, those qualities that you can't live without. And then don't stop until you find it. You know, yeah. I don't think, don't settle. And you Some mean, people might say that it is picky, but I think you just know. Like, no, it's not. You have to be picky. It's the person you're yeah. picking for the rest of Why your life, potentially. You? Yeah. And when you say don't settle, that's like an arbitrary term too, meaning just don't like don't let things slide that bother you or that you need to have that aren't there. Like, well, or just yeah. don't, don't, what I mean is like, don't, um, start making excuses like, well, he's got this, it's okay, but it's okay. he's got all these things, but he does, you know, he's 
doesn't treat you right or he right. doesn't like oh, yeah. there yeah. shouldn't be um, you know, know know what you deserve and know what what makes you feel good and treat somebody how you want you know, you want want to be treated, make sure to find somebody that treats you like that. Of course. Those are like the important deal breakers. Of course, sometimes you go into a relationship thinking to yourself, I like this and I want this. But then you meet someone and you're like, oh, wait a second. I... I actually think I kind of like that. As long as you know you like it, but be open to yeah. opening that door too. And, and then, also, don't yeah. paint red flags white, my don't friends. Don't do that. No, don't. No. Um, and by the way, can we all talk about the fact that people are living for like ever at this point? You're not going to die yeah. at 38. You don't have to get married at oh 25 because you're going to die at 38 and find the first person that's breathing. Like, relax. You're gonna. Yeah. You can get married when you're 40 at this point. You do what you do. True story. True story. So now our game. That's right, you guys. Uh, we <laughs> know that people always say men are from Mars and women are from Venus, which we know is kind of true, and that's what makes dating complicated, right? So, uh, but we think, like we've talked about with you, maybe what if, like, you were a girl was more like one of the dudes, then maybe it would make dating as smooth as, like, Steph Curry at the free throw line or something. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Um, so what we're going to do is we need the help of our favorite Tom girl, and we are going to throw some typical, like, chick for lack of a better term, lingo your way. And you need to throw your Tom Girl spin on it so that dudes get what we're saying, right? Like bridge the gap, JJ, in our game called How to Date a Tom Girl. Okay, so we're going to say like a couple things that like a chick might say. And you're going to be like, don't say it like this, say it like this. Okay. So you don't like scare the dudes off, like speak their lingo. Um, What are we? Um, God, this is a good game. Because oh, like, I would never, I would never yeah. say that phrase to a guy. Yeah, ever, you would. Ever. Well, what would you say? I would. <laughs> yeah, I think like I'm not big on the like we got to have a talk. What are we kind of okay? I, I feel like if I have to ask, what are we? Then it's not okay. It's not good. So then so you don't. I just not even. Gonna, I'm just gonna throw it out. Like don't yeah. even ever say that. Um. I mean, I think it's fine to get to a point and say, like, are, are we, um, are we exclusive, you know, okay. or like, or get, I guess, get more specific with it. Like, okay. so what are we? Are we still? Are we dating other people now? Or are we exclusive? Or you know, what's going on? And now? you're just being in a more laid back way. Yeah, and laid back, like, but you're still being really forward and more specific. And yeah. guys, sometimes they always say, just tell us what you're saying. Yeah. Tell us what you want. Like, get to it. I will say that I, I'm going to give it a times up spin and not ask the guy what are we because he doesn't get to decide. And yeah, now we have a conversation yes. yeah. that's like, well, I yeah. feel this way. How are you feeling about us? Yes. Well, uh, you know what? Actually, I'm not that interested in seeing other people, so I probably am not going to. What's your deal? Are you dating other people? You I legit. See, and that's exactly. That's a more laid back kind of. I legit. I did but. that every, <laughs> like almost every step of the way of my relationship right now. I was like, listen, this is how I feel. Like whilst having a heart attack. But I did, and I probably did it in an emotional way. But I still did it. Oh. Did you? So you never said what are we? You just no, kept saying, I would just say this is what I I feel these feelings right now, and I want you to know this is how I feel. Open door for you to talk. Your turn. Which is yeah. really fucking uncomfortable. But and yeah. also kind yeah. of amazing. It's a little... I, okay, the, what you did was smart because you were, like, making him feel comfortable and welcoming him. It's also a little manipulative if you're doing it because you, like, you know you're volleying, you're volleying it to the person. You're like, uh-huh. No. Yeah. Oh, well, it was also, like, I'm saying how I feel with... I'm. It was basically, like, jumping with no net every time because right. I didn't know. 
Like, he, he, I knew also he was the type of guy who's going to really say how he felt. So I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, every time. But maybe that was a good, I don't know if it was good, obviously. It worked out. So Okay, so don't just ask it. Just go directly specific. Or just if you're seeing each other, he obviously likes you. You like him. What you're doing is what you're doing, and you don't need to ask the question, what are we? True. Okay, so how about this question? Does this dress make me look fat? Yeah, that one. (laughs) That one, JJ. (laughs) Yeah. Um... <laughs> I wouldn't ask that one either. <laughs> um, Dulce doesn't make me feel like, I mean, what are you just better with it? Like, if you're just like, hey, um, <laughs> do I look good in this? Like, yeah. what do you think about this? Does this does this turn you on? What do you think? Like, yeah. yeah, okay, I hot? like it. Because it's hot. Yeah. Yes. Is this hot? Because it makes it about his opinion of you versus like already like, do I look fat? Yeah. Which is and it. they already know, a lot of these questions too are going to trigger them back to other girls they've dated, you yes. gotta think too, because they're all say, saying things yeah. like that too. And those yeah. are lines they're like used insecure, to hearing and they don't like. Yeah, yes. They hate exactly. that shit. Okay, um, one more. What about, okay, fine. Um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that one might be, okay, you could maybe ask this one and maybe you do this too, but like, what about the... So, do you think about sports when we're having sex? <laughs> or does JJ think about sports? Or are you like, I was oh. thinking about Tom Brady while we were having sex. <laughs> now that you asked. <laughs> I, okay, I'll admit, I've totally thought about other people before at certain times. Um <laughs> Oh my god, that's fucking amazing! I was drinking my drink, which is why there was a delay. But oh, like Adam Sandler is that who you're thinking of? Yes, I know Adam. that's your jam. <laughs> he is my jam. I'm surprised it's not like fucking a sport. Oh, Danny Amendola or some. Ho- yeah, no, always okay. been my crush. Oh, I, love right. I love it. Oh, but yeah, like, what do you like? <laughs> yeah. A question like that, or even you know, we or are even, you thinking about somebody else? Or like, do you still think about your ex or something like uh, that? Yeah, like, yeah, no, um, yeah. I, Ooh. Okay, we're 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 closing in. Um, I mean, what do you think? Just ignore it. Don't say anything. I mean, definitely don't ever don't ever bring up the ex. Yeah. Like, don't ever ask questions that compare you, like, you know, yeah, to somebody else. Bad game. Just yeah. like, yeah, um, compare it to a um, man. I mean, you could be say more things like when you're asking him like you know how can I get you to a home run like I mean yeah. oh my like god that. sport terms I love that okay. yes that's so inject good. some sport terminology into your sex life <laughs> love it so much okay great thank you so much for playing JJ yeah. and remind everyone where they can find you on all the things you guys can follow me at TomGirlTV you can also find me at JJ.Jerkins on Instagram all right. And Jen, where can everyone find you? Oh, well, you can find me at Jennifer Golden on all of the social media platforms. And where can people find you? At Lauren Lee and Ellie on all the social media platforms. And don't forget to tune in next week for our show. We've got stand-up comedian Jacqueline Marfugi is, I believe, how you say her Italian East Coast New Jersey name. And follow us on all the socials at Complicated Show. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Love you long time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.